Hey, this is Tim Price with the Christian Life and Leadership Podcast, mostly focused on ministry leaders, but also for others as well. But today, I want to share a little bit for those involved in kids' ministry and for Christian parents. And we're going to talk in just a moment how to build a biblical worldview into your kids. Welcome to the Christian Life and Leadership Podcast with Tim Price. The purpose of this podcast is to help strengthen the church, build more effective leaders, and encourage your walk with the Lord. We'd be honored to have you share and rate this podcast. And if we can be of help to you, please reach out to us at timpriceblog.com podcast. Let's head over to today's show starting now. Well, one of the greatest ways for Christians to help raise up the next generation of Christ followers is to help kids grasp their worldview through the lens of Christ and the Christian faith. And according to George Barna, there are seven questions that Christian parents and kids ministry leaders ought to ask and help their children answer to begin to form a biblical worldview. And these uh, questions actually came from one of Barna's books called Transforming Children into Spiritual Champions. I like that phrase because we are kind of growing in Christ and we're learning and maturing in faith from the time we first begin to understand it until we are older. But at some point, we really grab a hold of faith and we begin to desire that other people would also grab a hold of faith. And those are the people who are championing the faith. And so these are the seven questions. And if you'd like to have a copy of it, you can just look at timpriceblog.com, how to build a biblical worldview into kids. And these are the seven questions. One, does God exist? Two, what is the character and nature of God? Three, how and why was the world created? Four, what is the nature and purpose of humanity? Five, what happens after we die on earth? Six, what spiritual authorities exist? And seven, what is truth? As you're asking and utilizing these questions, maybe not in a row, but just in various ways, you are going to help in the development of your child and the children in your ministry. You're going to help them grasp the essence of faith, not just the facts. Process these with your children and in your ministry and at home. These questions can be asked and answered in different ways, like I just said. And as children are involved in and experiencing their family's involvement in these uh, ways, it's going to be powerful. And especially as your family is involved in the church itself, in the worship and evangelism and stewardship, discipleship and service and community. When you're involved in those pillars and you are part of it on a regular basis, where you're uh, not legalistic about it, but you're committed. You're not just going to you know, wane away because something else comes up on the calendar. Those are going to be the kids who not only have the biblical worldview instilled into their hearts and lives, but they're living it out in practice. And so I want to encourage each family to be that kind of Christian family. In many ways, after reading this book, which I realize I read quite a while ago, and it was even written longer ago than that, I actually become a bit overwhelmed because it's almost seemingly impossible to juggle all these aspects and respond to the needs of our kids on so many other fronts. It just doesn't seem like there's time for these specific kind of conversations. But I also think of the way that Jesus led people who at first really didn't understand, but eventually were transformed into his leaders, disciples, and followers. And his disciples went from basically being young and immature in the faith to being the leaders and the anchors of God's church. And it's really the same for anyone who raises kids at home or through your kids' children's ministry. 
that just kind of seems like there's all kinds of chaos, all kinds of life stuff going on. But in the midst of that, we're walking along the road, we're walking beside, and we're participating in learning and growing together what it means to answer questions like these and others that help us build a biblical world view. Well, families who wish for their children to live transformed lives must partner with the church for great things. Let them experience that growing kind of community and worship and all those other pillars. And churches, remember that you aren't there, and leaders especially, aren't there to fix kids, but to minister to those who respond and allow God to be at work in raising up kids and calling them to um, follow him and to mature in faith. You, on behalf of Christ, working with these students to help them gain a perspective and cultivate a biblical worldview and to help families do the same. We're not always, always going to get this right, and it's not always going to be easy, but this will shape their lives more than anything else. There just isn't enough time to uh, spell out every single scenario that could possibly hit someone as they grow um, in life. But when you hit the bedrock foundational things of the biblical worldview of having God at the center and trusting him with all their heart, then this is going to be a journey of faith and the kids are going to be on it. So I think it's just awesome to think about the biblical worldview. And so what I wanted to share from this uh, book that I read sometime back is just a few of the quotes, and I hope that they are um, inspiring for you. These are quotes from the book, Transforming Children into Spiritual Champions by George Barna. First quote, fewer than 10% of parents who regularly attend church with their kids read the Bible together, pray together, or participate in an act of service as a family unit. And that quote just kind of reminds us that we want to be not only church-going families, but to be engaged in scripture and prayer together. Here's another quote. Once the worldview of children has been shaped and embraced, they unconsciously strive to make choices that are consistent with their perspective. And that's a powerful thing. I heard one time that it's not a matter of where or if kids belong. It's a matter of where. Kids are going to belong to something. They're going to have some kind of value system in their lives, and they're going to respond with their decisions and their actions based on that. We want to, as early as possible, help them to get a view of who God is. And third quote, during the formative years from ages 5 to 12, Children develop their decision-making perspectives and patterns. And next quote, effective ministry to children by parents or church-related student workers demands substantial, substantial energy, time, and interaction. And I know that sometimes that's probably one of the barriers that comes to doing great kids ministry or student ministry for that matter. There is a lot of energy that's expended, but all good work requires energy. And so we have to trust that God is going to give us that extra dose to make it happen. We also have to trust that enough people are going to come around so that many hands make light work as we are sharing God's word and faith with the next generation. And then a quote that he threw out here I thought was pretty cool. Effective ministry insist on the regular participation of parents. And I think parents in this day and age need the expectation set. All kinds of places set expectations. They have to be in school a certain number of days. If they want to be on the sport team, they pay a certain amount, be here a certain number of days, be at the rehearsals, practices, anything that people are going to be a part of. And they set those expectations high. It goes on the calendar and families live up to it. And I think 
in faith building in the church, we can do some of the same things to walk alongside the parents, not just to scold them or punish them for not keeping things straight at home, but, or, you know, the other side of things, trying to, um, not just, uh, insist or, or blame parents or trying to figure out how to do all this together. We're, we're basically in it together. We are Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ together, trying to help one another and the next generation begin to understand and follow Christ. Well, the last quote, spiritual development is not so much about what your children know, but who they are. And so it's not just memorizing a bunch of stuff. It's actually living out this idea that you are God's child, that you are his disciple, that you are trusting, putting your life in his hands, and you're going to live that kind of faith out. Well, I'd love for you to take a look at this. If you are a kids ministry leader or a youth pastor or a parent of young kids, then it'd be great for you to uh, just take a look at this blog post and maybe jot these questions down and, and ask one this week when you get a moment. How to build a biblical worldview into kids. TimPriceBlog.com. Then I also want to share as we wind down the podcast here that uh, through Harvest Ministry, our Southern Illinois-based ministry that uh, reaches out to the next generation and um, involves young adults in serving in worship teams and leadership. We have each spring, most often, something called the Kids Conference. You can find out more at kidsconference.org. And around Illinois, there are four sites, at least for this year, that we will be hosting these events on Saturdays in local churches, and other kids' ministries are invited to register and to come be a part of the one-day event. It's from 9 to 2. It's kind of like a high-powered uh, and fast-paced VBS that's kind of all compressed into one day. And it's great to have um, lots of kids gathered together for music and entertainment and Bible lessons and stories and, and worship and um, activities. It's just a, a really awesome day. We'd love to have you join us for that. And if you are in Illinois area, I'm sure you can find a date or location that fits. And you can find out more at kidsconference.org. Well, thanks again for listening and for being a part of this uh, ministry with me. And I look forward to speaking with you next time. Thanks. Harvest Ministry Teams, the sponsor of this podcast, has been in existence since 1996 with the mission to go out to sing, serve, and share the love of Christ and to raise up the next generation of ministry leaders and Christian disciples. In case you haven't experienced Harvest before, check out our music at harvestministryteams.com music. We have worship songs, kids songs, instrumental albums, and more on Spotify, YouTube, and Amazon. Thank you. Thank you.